Quasi here, and in today's video, I want to share with you how to deal with resistance and why most people fail to deal with resistance and why resistance is the biggest block to you creating your reality. By the end of this video, I want to give you a simple exercise that you can begin to do right now to switch your focal point from resisting to accepting and allowing. And when you do this, it becomes infinitely easier for you to move towards the goals that you have and the reality that you want. So before I go ahead and get started with this video, I wanted to quickly announce you can now access our exclusive email list. If you scroll to the pinned comments down in the comment section below, you'll click on a link where you'll be taken to a new page where you can enter your email and your name and uh, you'll get access to exclusive bonuses like the identity shifting bootcamp and many other things that are in there. And I can't really share this stuff on the channel because of YouTube's platform limitations. So the only way I can do that is through our email newsletters. It's growing, a lot of people are enjoying it, so you can access it in the pinned comments down below. So let's go right ahead and get started with this video. Today I wanted to talk about resistance because I was getting a lot of questions about resistance, you know? And I was getting a lot of questions about uh, low vibration and how to get yourself out of low vibration and into high vibration. And um, this was a question that I used to ask myself a lot because I would find that if I believed I was in high vibration, I could do things that I couldn't do if I were in quote unquote low vibration. But I also started to realize that the more I tried, okay, the more I tried my best to get rid of low vibration and enter high vibration, that itself was a low vibration activity. The only way to get rid of a slump and get out of a slump is to begin where you are and accept your current situation. And I had to learn that the hard way. And it's counterintuitive because the mind always sees things in black or white and binary, yes or no, on or off, right? But it doesn't see that the way to change a situation is to accept that situation because it thinks that if you accept low vibration, then that's what you're gonna be stuck with forever. So that's one of the key lessons I learned that I'll be sharing um, throughout this video. But let's begin with what the most common problems and the most common misconceptions are. What happens to most people is they fall asleep, they fall unconscious in their reactions, okay? Unconscious. I hope you can read this. And what does this mean? So we fall asleep in the natural reactions we have towards things. So for example, if something were happening in your life that you didn't like, you wanted to grow your business and you're growing your business and all of a sudden you have a wrench, a spanner thrown in the works. What do you do? You're all of a sudden like, ah, you know, this isn't happening the way that I like and you have a natural resistance towards that. Your reaction is that of resistance and that naturally arises within each and every single one of us because Let's, let's answer why. Why does this happen? Why do we have resistance? Why do we have um, you know, such an aversion to undesired circumstances? Well, it's because we have a certain identity, right? So we, whenever we want to get towards a goal, we have to assume a certain identity and we have to begin to discriminate things. We have to start you know, judging things and looking at things as this is helpful for me to get to my goal and this is not helpful. And we oftentimes, incorrectly judge a little challenge that arises as, oh, this is not going to help me get to my goals. And that is where resistance arises and that is where you don't go with the flow of life because this too, this resistance or this event that didn't go your way is secretly supposed to happen for you 
to get to your goal. Because how are you supposed to know? The universe has a natural way of delivering things to you. Sometimes you need to go through these challenges to learn the lessons that you need to learn, right? But we, our limited minds, can't conceive of that. It thinks of things as black or white. If things are going my way, then that's good. If things aren't going my way, then that's bad, right? So this is the nature of our identity. Identity. What do I mean by that? Well, if you identify with one thing, you're disidentifying with something else. If you say, I am the kind of person who does this, you're naturally saying, I'm the kind of person who doesn't do that. I'm the kind of person who diets and is healthy. I'm not the kind of person who smokes and eats unhealthy. Or you say, oh, I'm the kind of person who eats junk food. Therefore, I'm not the kind of person who eats healthy food. So in our identity, we actually become limited. But the caveat is in order to create your reality, you must assume an identity. So throughout this video, we're going to be talking about how to balance that, how to balance a limited, an identity with goal achievement, but at the same time having a fulfilling life, but at the same time learning how to expand. So the key thing you're going to learn throughout this video is how to expand your identity to incorporate things, challenges, events, circumstances that you couldn't previously comprehend because everything seems so black and white. And for someone who's as type A, I think you'd call it, or analytical as I am, this was something that took me like a whole year to fully understand how to balance these contradictions and conflicts. Because if you can start to play with this duality, you'll truly become a master of your reality, right? So let's begin with our reactions. Let's talk about these natural reactions. Where do they come from? Why do they happen? How does this process of us interacting with our reality even happen in the first place? So how this cycle starts is we initially begin with a stimulus, right? So a stimulus can be anything that happens in our external world. So this is something happening in the external world. I'm going to say E. And everything that happens after that, how we process it, is happening in our internal world. So from this point onwards, it's the process of the internal world. So an example stimulus could be birds chirping outside, right? So outside your window, one morning you wake up, birds are chirping. And now what's the first thing that happens? We cognize it. What does this mean? Our sensory organs receive feedback of this stimulus from our external environment. The first point of contact is with what? It's, it's hearing. We cognize it as this is being heard and not seen. Birds chirping is not being seen, it's being heard. See, not heard. And then the next process that happens internally is this is being recognized. At first, this is cognized as simply sound. Now it's being recognized. Recognized. What does this mean? Well, it's being recognized now as birds chirping and not trucks, truck engines roaring by, right? So now it's being recognized as, uh, I have heard this before in the past, and this is the sound of birds chirping. Your memory bank is accessed for this to be recognized. Now, an interesting thing happens. Once you recognize it, now you can have a natural reaction to it. So now your reaction arises. And your reaction is always, is this good or is this bad? 
birds chirping. How do I feel about this? Is this good? Is this bad? Is this neutral? I don't feel anything. So if you're waking up in the morning and you're rudely awakened, it's being reacted to as, ah, bad. Birds chirping bad. And then the next time this happens, guess what happens? Next time you hear birds chirping, you feel that feeling again that you felt initially. Because in your subconscious, that's how it was being stored. Okay? In your memory, this was stored as a bad memory. So most of the times when these challenges come up in our lives and things that are undesired that come up in our lives, we react to it as this is undesired, this is bad. And when we do that, our attitude becomes things aren't working my way. And remember, whatever my attitude is, my reality reflects that. My internal world is reflected into my external world with a delay. And this is the mirror principle. I talk about this a lot. I'm going to put um, a pinned comment to a, a video where I reference the mirror principle and how the mirror principle actually allows you to determine and influence your reality. So the main thing we want to keep in check all the time is our own internal attitudes. Everything can be taken from a man except his internal attitudes. Okay. So when our reaction becomes that of negative, it's not necessarily a problem. Okay. If we have a naturally resistive attitude towards something, it's not a problem. It only becomes a problem when our response, this is the next step in the cycle, is also negative. So please take a moment to reflect on what happens when you react negatively to something. When you react negatively to something, you fall unconscious. When you fall unconscious, you can't respond to something. This response is not even there. The reaction itself becomes a response. Do you see that? When you fall asleep and you, you don't have a say, you don't have a conscious say, now you don't choose how you can respond to this event. You simply go with whatever is naturally coming up. This is the unfortunate reality for 99% of people out there. If something is bad and something happens that they don't naturally like, they can't choose to say, okay, this was a natural reaction. This is being observed. This is being watched. I can take a step back from it. They can't take a step back from it. Whatever thoughts and feelings they have, they move with it. They move like a puppet to their thoughts and feelings. They're a slave to their thoughts and feelings. Don't let this happen to you. When your attitude can be influenced by yourself and not by your thoughts and feelings, you won't be reactive. You won't be a product of your environment. You'll then be a conscious creator of your reality, right? So the goal here is to consciously choose our response. And an interesting thing happens when you consciously choose your response. When you choose your response, the future reaction slowly starts to change. So I'm going to give you an example. If you've been reacting negatively to birds chirping, but now you start to watch your response and you choose your response to birds chirping as this is a wonderful event. This is something that's really great that's happened. And when you start to feel the positive emotions of your chosen response over time, that old conditioning gets reprogrammed. It gets overwritten. At one point in your life, you viewed whatever circumstances that have happened in the past in your life. For example, you know, I may have viewed bullying as something that, that was bad for me. And I may have viewed it as something like that, that destroyed me, that scarred me, that made me less of a person, less of a man. But then when I start to realize that and I become aware of that and I start to say, hold on, 
That's how I've been naturally reacting to it this whole time. And that's why I've stored it in the past as trauma, as something that's making me less of who I want to be. But now if I consciously choose my response to it and say, hold on, I've been reacting to it like this, but this isn't necessarily the case. What's actually true is this trauma, this me getting bullied in the past has actually made me a stronger, more resilient human being. And if I really start to believe that, I start to look at proof of, okay, where did this make me more resilient? Ah, look, I can adapt easier in social settings now. I can, you know, tolerate more pain now. I'm going to start to believe that response. I'm going to start to build more positive emotion to it. And then it's going to start to become a natural reaction. And then I'm going to start to feel glad that I got bullied because it's made me a better person, right? So this is how we overwrite or reprogram our subconscious minds by choosing the response now instead of going with that natural reaction. So the next time you feel that reaction, instead of just moving with that reaction, that negativity and just being closed off to it, I'm going to share with you a tip, something that you can do instead so you can consciously respond to it and overwrite the programming that you've written. So let's get to that right now. So here are the two keys that you can begin implementing right now to rewire yourself to deal with resistance in a different way. The goal of this whole exercise is to expand our limited sense of identity. What do I mean by that? If you believe that you're a limited human being and a limited person, then you're always going to work for your benefit and someone else's disadvantage, right? So you'll always seek to, so people who are very low in consciousness, you'll see they'll conduct things like they'll steal, they'll kill, they'll, you know, do something, they'll take without any intent to give. But then if you start to view your identity, not just limited to the body and this one character, but it encapsulates all of humanity, then naturally you're going to want to do good things for humanity too, right? So this is how higher consciousness beings operate. They operate from that place of, hold on, if I do something good for humanity, it will boomerang back to me somehow. It, the good of humanity is good for me. So that's why they do all of these good things and people you know, share all of this stuff for free. And that's why I even make these videos for free because I know that if I do this, I'm actually being selfish, right? If I give to others, then I will get too. I don't know when, I don't know how it will happen, but it will just happen. My whole business was built this way. I started giving stuff for free and all of a sudden people started to reach out and wanted help from me, right? So that's what we want to do. The goal of this whole exercise is to expand our limited sense of identity so that whenever challenges come up, we're not limited to, oh, this is bad for me, but we can expand and see, hold on, this could actually be a blessing in disguise for me. The problem is we react because we can't see these little challenges as blessings in disguise. And that's the goal here. So number one, in order to do that, in order to expand your identity, you have to shift your focus from the natural reaction of resist to simply observing. Observe. What do I mean by that? When you are in some natural reaction, right? Something in you arises. Next time you stub your toe, even, you're going to naturally resist that. But instead of going with that resistance and trying to shake off the, the hurt toe, the stubbed toe, just observe that pain, that feeling of pain. Just watch it. Just watch the transition of that feeling of pain. You'll see it transitions, it moves, it changes sensation. 
At first it's very acute, but then over time it just gets more and more dull. But you can, there is something that observes that. When you switch your attention from pain to observation of pain, from resistance to observation of resistance, now we're talking. Now we're actually becoming more into that. We're going more into that response mode rather than react mode, right? You'll see that most very, very successful people, very, very like athletes at a very high level of performance, they have this almost like a sixth sense. Like players like Tiger Woods, he can tell when the club head is like when he's swinging his golf club, he can tell what position the club head, club head is at, even at such high speeds. You know, players like Michael Jordan can probably tell what his body is doing before he even takes the shot, even at such a high speed, right? How can they do that? They have this level of awareness because they've observed, watched, and have done this multiple times. So don't expect this to work for you just right off the bat. This takes a lot of practice to start to observe yourself and look at yourself in the third person. When you look at yourself, when you observe, you're no longer operating as yourself, you're operating beyond this character, right? This body and this mind isn't the only thing, there is something that's beyond this body and mind. And what is that thing? That's what we're gonna discuss right now. The second step that'll help you get more into observation mode and out of reaction mode, and trust me, I know this is hard. When something is consuming all of your attention, so that much pain, that much resistance, it's, it's hard. But the only way around it is to get accustomed to taking a step back, to not being so closely identified. And to not be closely identified, we need to get into the habit of observing, okay? So in order to do that, whatever stimulus arises, whatever reaction to the stimulus arises, we must begin with an acknowledgement. What does that mean? Acknowledgement. This simply means we accept its right to exist. We give it permission to exist. Whatever resistance we have, it's not good, it's not bad. It just is. We give it permission to exist. Please remember this. Resistance is not bad. It's just your natural reaction. How can it be any different? This is just how we've been conditioned. So don't label it, don't be so quick to judge it as, oh, this is bad, this is bad, I can't have resistance. Because when you do that, then you resist the resistance itself. Do you see that? And when you do that, you're no longer in response mode, you're back to reacting mode. In response, we're actually very neutral. It's not good or bad, it just is. And that's very difficult for us to comprehend because you know, the mind is very black or white binary, right? So we must begin with whatever natural reaction is there, there is acknowledgement that this exists. This is okay to exist. The next step is acceptance of it, which really both go hand in hand. Acknowledge, accept, and finally, watch it in awareness. And that's it. These are the three A's you need to remember next time you feel this natural resistance. Next time, you have some event that isn't going your way in your life. Just begin by acknowledging it, accepting it, and watching it. And by watching it in awareness, all I mean is just observe how the sensation changes over time. That's all you need to do. 
Don't be quick to label it good or bad. And if you slip, by the way, if you find yourself falling into that natural resistance and being negative, let yourself even be negative. That too is a reaction. Do you see that? Even watch that negativity of the negativity. And with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. I sincerely hope this was helpful. Let's do a quick recap of what we talked about today. Guys, this is so crucial. This is so very crucial for you to understand because if you understand this one piece, if you can just eliminate this one piece of, of falling deep into the pit of negativity and, and reacting and identifying with your reactions, 80% of the work will have been done. Your life will completely drastically change if you can just do this one thing. Today we talked about resistance, why it's so difficult for people to deal with resistance and why people fall into that pit of resistance where they react and they fall into resisting of the resistance because it consumes all of us, right? And most people are unconscious, they fall unconscious in reaction. Why this happens is because this is the nature of our identity. When we identify with one thing, we're naturally disidentifying from something else. You can only have one identity, right? You can only say, I'm either a good person or I'm a bad person. You can either believe yourself to be a good person, therefore you're not a good, you're not a, you don't do those bad things, or you believe yourself to be a bad person and you don't do any of the good things, right? And we talked about the cycle of how we interact with our external world and, you know, how it forms an attitude within our internal world and our natural reactions and how we can change those natural reactions. We began with a stimulus in our outside world. We have natural stimuluses that are presented to us every day. And all of these stimuluses are in stimuli are inherently neutral, but we put a meaning onto it because of how we relate to it with our identity. So the first step to processing a stimulus is cognizing it. We cognize it as this is sound and not taste. Birds chirping is sound and not sight. And then we recognize it. Oh, I've heard this before. Birds chirping. This is birds chirping and not dogs barking. And then we have a reaction to it. Is this good? Is this bad? Or is this neutral? Most of the time, if it's bad or negative, the extent, the intensity of the reaction is much higher. If it's something that we love, then the intensity of the reaction is much higher. Remember, we get more of what we hate and more of what we love. Okay. If you love something, you're going to get more of it in abundance in your life. If you hate something, you're going to get more of it in abundance in your life. That's how that mirror of reality works. That's why our attitude is the most important thing, the most important asset or liability that we have. So when we have a reaction, something else happens. We also have the choice of how we respond to that reaction. Most people, respond to it unconsciously. Therefore, the reaction is the reaction. There is no conscious choice of a response. But once you begin to exercise your right to respond to it and you choose your response, something negative happens, hold on. Okay, that too is allowed. That is permitted. That's okay. I accept that. Then your reaction, your natural reaction start to change. Things that you thought in the past were bad. Events that happened, traumas that have happened in the past that have traumatized you. When you begin to observe them and watch them, then you have the choice of how to consciously respond to them. And finally, we talked about the two keys to help you expand your identity so you can include more of the world. 
and you can therefore move towards what you want without having so much friction and so much resistance because you don't become this limited entity anymore. You and the world become together and you start to utilize this powerful thing called outer intention, not just your inner, your personal intention. The world works with you to create what you want. And how you do that is by number one, shifting your focus from resist and resisting the resist and the reactions to simply just observing the resist. Just observe the natural reaction. What's coming up? Oh, that too is acknowledged. That too is observed. It's not good or bad. And how we do this is by acknowledging, first of all, whatever's arising, this is acknowledged, this is okay, this is permitted to be, accepting it. This is this state of things right now. Low vibration, that is completely acceptable. It is completely okay for someone to be sad, for someone to be down, for someone to be negative. That's completely okay. You've gone through something grievous in your life. Something bad has happened. You don't have to go around complaining about it. You can simply allow yourself to feel what you're feeling right now. That's how we process our feelings. If we don't process it, then it comes up in ways that we don't want in our lives. And finally, we watch it in awareness. We watch how the sensations change. And this watching of the sensations prevents us from getting involved in the sensations. When you get involved in the sensations, you move with the sensations. When things are good, you're great. When things are bad, you're bad. What's, that's a terrible way to live life. Why not be great all the time? How you do that is by watching it. When you watch something, you, you're no longer that thing. If I can watch this pen, if I can recognize and acknowledge its existence, I'm not this pen, right? It's, it's the same with your thoughts and your feelings. How you take a step back from your thoughts and feelings, how you disidentify from them is just, just by watching them just by watching your thoughts and feelings. So guys, with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. I sincerely hope this was helpful. Please leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought of this. What was your biggest takeaway? What confusions do you have? I would love to know. It gives me fuel to keep making more of this content for you guys. Also, if you're new to the channel, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Hit that little bell there so you're notified of any new video that I put out. And also, if you'd like to work closer together with me and my team in our flagship Reality Mastery Program, you can apply for that down in the um, description box below. Uh, it'll take you to a link where you can schedule a time with us to see if we'd be a good fit to work together in a free one-to-one -one consultation. Now, who we typically work with are people who are entrepreneurs and business owners who want to take their businesses to the next level. Typically, they're doing around 5K a month at least, and they want to you know, take it to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, even 100K a month. And what they're seeing is the biggest problem isn't a business tactic or strategy. It's them. They don't, they're not clear about what it is they want. They keep jumping from shiny object to shiny object. They keep doubting themselves. They have all of these personal problems that need to be fixed if they want to be a 10K, 20K, 30K, 100K a month business owner. So if that sounds like you, I um, urge you to apply to see if we'd be able to help. Um, and also a free Facebook group is open for you to take advantage of. The link for that is also in the description. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Till next time. Peace.